for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have something very special going on. I would say, you know, for a fact, this year, you're our first Grammy Award-winning artist we've had on the podcast, so I'm really excited about that. Um, We have uh, Kurt Chambers. How's it going today, Kurt? Hey, what's up, man? How's everybody doing? How are you, Tom? What's up? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. It's just living life like it, it it's kind of weird because it's like my weekdays and weekends are pretty much the same at this point like <laughs> yeah. before when i was like working from the office it's like all right weekdays i go to the office weekends i get to stay home and now it's just like every day i stay home great you know <laughs> right. so, or or like every day is the weekend yeah or, <laughs> you know and it's so it's just kind of weird because it's like it's getting to that point now where it's like I'm ready to move my computer to a different part of the apartment just so there's a little <laughs> bit of diversity in my life right now because it's like I live by myself and I need something to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is your computer in the is it in the where is it? Is it in the living room? Is it in the kitchen? Is it in the dining room? It it's what would be my dining room because I live by myself. So it's just kind of like, you. all right, well, I'm going to just kind of turn the dining room into my computer room and, you know, <laughs> Got you. But, yeah. um, first thing I want to ask is cause I was looking at your Facebook. Did you, were you able to play a show last night? I saw you were advertising a show last night for last I, night. I did, man. Nashville is, you know, they've been opening up their, some of their music venues, you know, for, about i want to say two weeks now but it's still you know they can only allow a certain amount of people in there so it's still partially quarantined um but yeah i played the local last night which is a like a a writer's night for for songwriters and artists um is kind of showcase like that so i I played it for a pretty nice sized crowd nice nice and it, (laughs) it went off without a without a hitch and all that stuff no, nah, it was smooth. Everything was cool. You know, it was my first time being out since quarantine. Well, well, well playing a show since quarantine. So I I was a little freaked out. I brought, I came in the back door. I brought my own microphone. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was actually on my way out, but um, I had to see some friends that came in from California. So I stayed and talked to them for a while and I tried to, keep my distance from everyone. I try not to be weird. I'm a very personal person. I like to, you know, meet people and talk to them and kind of kick it. But I felt like I was just being weird last night, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, like, hey, all right, stay away. And trying to, I was I felt like I was having uh, short conversations and everything. So I yeah. felt bad about that, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's weird times right now. Like, it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, um, let's kind of pull it back a little bit. And what originally got you into music? 
Um, well, I grew up around, my family was very musically inclined and I grew up in church and I grew up in a very musical church, a very soulful, bluesy, um, grassroots, um, you know, like, uh, still drivers, Crosby, Stills and Nash, uh, quartet sounding, uh, church. So that got me into music. I grew up around a lot of great guitar, phenomenal guitar players and phenomenal uh, lap steel and pedal steel guitar players. Yeah. yeah. The lap steel is really, like I I recently, within the last few years, I've really started getting into bluegrass and just like yeah. like a good dobro or a good lap steel player. It's just like, dang, I wish I was that talented <laughs> at anything I do, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, man, I love it. <laughs> um, so you've kind of got a crazy infusion of genres that you kind of play musically. What's what's kind of your? I don't want to say what's your sound like because that's a really weird question. But like, what's what's a show? What's your show typically? Or yeah, what's your show typically like when you get out and actually perform? Uh, man, my show is it's simple. It's not even that. It's not too crazy. It is a few. It is a fusion of a different sound, but um, one that's high, a little more high energy, you know. And um, it's very um, it's kind of like singer song. It's like country meets hip hop meets rock meets singer songwriter. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um, and so obviously with the whole pandemic and not being able to get out to play have you kind of been able or have you been doing anything to kind of challenge yourself musically yeah i mean man i um aside from writing a ton of songs with my friends all over um facetime and zoom i've been just going back to like practicing man just like you know just getting re-familiar with uh you know my instruments you know and then um kind of just I produce as well so just looking up plugins and uh learning learning how to use different things like that um so that's kind of what I've been doing all my time but then that stopped <laughs> now now dude I'm just like I'm watching a lot of tv like I'm watching a lot of Netflix okay. you know and just laying around you know now I am enjoying that yeah <laughs> And that, yeah. I find myself doing that a lot as well, like, because I had this TV in my bedroom that I wasn't ever using. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to pull it out of the bedroom and put it right next to my computer. So when I'm yeah. working, I could just flip the TV on. Hey, let's watch Netflix or whatever. And I've been watching like Law and Order SVU. Like I started from season one, episode one, and I'm just kind of been running through the entire series. Yeah. yeah 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 you know it, it's mm. just one of those things where it's like you know i i can't sit here in silence i'm used to having some sort of commotion going on and mm -hmm. turning on the tv it's just kind of like okay yeah yeah no nah, i get it i what definitely you, get it what are you liking on netflix right now uh, i've been watching ozark okay um yeah so that's been having my attention and then um i just started watching dear white people i love it 
It's gotcha. funny. I haven't, I, haven't gotten, <laughs> I haven't gotten into that one yet. I was, what, what was the series I just got done watching? There was a series I just got done watching. Um, it w- wasn't Tiger King because that, that was like back <laughs> in March. That was the big thing back in March. I don't know. There was yeah. Oh, it was uh, something to do about all the drug kingpins. It was like an old Netflix series that just kind of resurfaced on. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. They were talking about like El Chapo and all those people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, I checked out the Tiger King thing. It, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't. I wasn't really that interested in it. Like, I, I, I need. You know, nothing against it. I just tend to need like a little more of a story. You know, like something that's a little more intriguing as far as like you know the you know I like I'm into writing. You know, mm-hmm. so. You know, I, I watched like a few shows of it, but then I was just like, oh, nothing really in here for me. So, yeah. I, fin- <laughs> I did finally get to finish up like Hip Hop Evolution and like the Tupac and Biggie Unsolved. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. was it? Like mm-hmm. whatever it was called. Or, so I did get to finish mm-hmm. watching those stuff. So that was like, if we're talking about like good use of Netflix time, I'd consider it. <laughs> yeah. um, but. So you're originally from Philadelphia, correct? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. And um, how, what, or how did you end up moving to Nashville? Was it purely music, or did you move there before like music was a primary thing? Or no, I moved from music. You know, I I, I moved from Los Angeles to Nashville, and I uh, I moved because you know I am. Um, a huge fan of great songwriting and uh, lyricists. So I, I moved to be able to write better songs and just um, definitely just uh, do the whole um, singer songwriter and a country music thing. It's just a different kind of writing in Nashville that you don't get in, uh, in LA, in my, in my opinion, you know, yeah. so that's why I moved. And, and the great musicians as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, when you do get a chance to sit down and write, like, what's kind of your process when you sit down to write? It depends, man. I'm a multi-instrumentalist, so um, I sometimes I write on my own, and sometimes I write with a group of people, you know. Sometimes I do the whole Nashville thing where, where we get up, you know, this is, you know, before COVID, we'll get up and we'll write a song in a room together and we'll come up with concepts and everything or different titles and things and we'll just write the lyrics and then uh if we're writing at my place I'll kind of kind of do a track you know I'll I'll you know produce a track there for for us to write to or sometimes I write at home you know and I'm just I'm just writing music man I'm just you know as they say making beats mm-hmm. you know um depending on what's inspired I'll have a piano motif I'll I'll play you know, piano or keyboard parts, or I'm inspired by some drum parts or something like that. I'll I whip out some drums, or if I'm inspired by a guitar riff that I'm rocking on, I'll do that. Or if I'm inspired by a dobro or a bass guitar, it just whatever whatever I hear in my head, you know, I'll pick up the instrument and I'll uh, I'll play it, and uh, I'll just kind of rock out that way, you know. Nice, nice. And where are you kind of at creatively right now? Or you said you were doing a lot of writing during the quarantine, but are you recording anything at all or getting ready to release anything? 
Yeah, I hit it kind of hard when quarantine hit, you know, like I uh, <laughs> I started out writing every day, man. I mean, we finished the song lyrically and finished the track and everything that day. So right, I, I kind of hit it a little too hard. <laughs> so now I'm just kind of, you know, kind of like I've like mellowed out, you know, and not putting so much pressure on each day. And um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, I... We're about to release a song right now, I think, uh, June 10th. We're about to release a new single uh, titled um, Good Thing. And it was something that uh, um, I actually wrote it, I want to say, almost a year and a half ago. Oh, well. Yeah, Nashville, yeah. But uh, we we just tracked it about a year ago. So it's it's been, it's kind of been on my hard drive for a little bit. Mm. And what was it about, like, right now that it was like, okay, it's a good time to release it right now? Man, I just wanted to, like, kind of inspire everyone to kind of um, be in a happier place, you know, even though we're, we have so much going on, you know. Like, I, I wanted to just kind of, like, you know, inspire them to look at, you know, some of the good things that have happened to you, you know, that, that you can remember and just kind of like, kind of look on that and just feel good. So that's why I, I wanted to release that one right now. Awesome. Awesome. And you said that'll release July 10th? Uh, July 10th. Yeah. Did I say June 10th? I think <laughs> so. And I was just like, you know, I f completely <laughs> forgot what month it was the other day. And it's just like, you know what? Quarantine will do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it will. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, are you looking at doing like a music video for that song, or is it kind of up in the air at this point? Yeah, we are looking at doing a music video, you know. Um, but when we're going to do it, it's definitely up in the air, which is like one of my songs that are already out right now, entitled Up in the Air. I like, I see what you did there. I like that. I'll see you do it. That was yep. a nice segue. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now the video for Up in the Air is out. It is online. Yep. Y'all can check that out. It's, it's on uh, it's, YouTube. It's on YouTube. You know, uh, it's, yeah, y'all can check that out. So I'm not fancy enough to have it play on Spotify. You know how some of the videos play on Spotify? Yeah, they get like a vertical video or whatever. Yeah, that's so dope, man. I wish I had that, man. I wish I was cool enough to. I don't know what I got to do to do that. I, I, you know, maybe I got to get more streams or something, but you know, that's awesome. I would love to have my video play on Spotify. Yeah. yeah. And what I've noticed about Spotify though, is I don't even think it's like the full video. I think it's just like one part of the video that just kind of loops over and over again. No, they have that too. Oh. They have that, but they also have, um, I've seen like full videos. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, unless I'm tripping. I have seen the loop videos. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I feel like certain artists they have they play the full video. I, I don't pay close enough attention because usually when I'm listening to Spotify, it's just play and then I throw the phone into my little cup holder and then I'm yeah. not paying attention, you know. But you know, and the couple yeah. of times it's just like, okay, it's a looping video and but you know, it, it would make sense that they have the ability to play the video in full or a yeah. video you know so yeah
But what I did do really appreciate about a lot of your music videos is a lot of times it seems like it's just you playing in like a studio setting. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. Like I, I love it when people just kind of sit there and play like that just for me, it, it says a lot, but you thank know. you. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I, I did this, um, e- not even an EP. I did it like a, I did this thing called like, pops 90s country weekend mixtape and i covered you know dust on a bottle and i covered dwight yoakam's fast as you which is one of my favorite songs too it's a very hard song to play a lot of people don't play that i think that requires you being like a a good musician you know (laughs) not to say that well whatever you take what you will with it um but uh, i love dwight yoakam's music man he's just you know he's he's an amazing artist so whenever I hear somebody cover that, that's, that's kind of my gauge for like, you know, vocalists and guitar players. Once they cover that, it's just like, okay, yeah, this, this, this guy's the real deal. So um, I covered that and I also covered uh, Neon Moon and we did it at Grady Saxon's studio. He's a super dope drummer and producer in Nashville now. And I called up a few of my friends and we just sat there and we just covered those songs live, man. And we just, play them you know kind of like you know what musicians do you know mm-hmm. you go in a room and and we just we just you know we just do the damn thing you know yeah absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um you know it's it's so it's really awesome just like when musicians are able to kind of go in and jam and vibe and just like really feed off of each other because i think a lot of people get caught up into like the competition of the music industry yeah and so like especially in nashville i've like you definitely have like the two sides where it's very prevalent that people treat it as a business and they're very competitive but then once you kind of really get into the underbelly of nashville it's just one giant music community and everybody plays with everybody and you know really chill Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of love here. Yeah. A lot of love here. A lot of talent. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, who are you listening to right now that you're kind of drawing influence from? Oh, man, dude. Great question. I, a lot of recently, I have not been prepared for that question, man. Because, man, like, as a writer, sometimes, I don't know, every, every, everyone's different. But, man, the, there will be periods where, I'm like, man, I don't know what I've been listening to. And it's weird. Like, I should know. But I think um, during those periods, I'm listening to myself a lot because I'm writing so many songs and I'm producing a lot of the demos that we're writing. So I'm listening to myself sing and I'm listening to the songs that we're writing and and I'm not really pulling from anyone else, which for me is a good thing because um, because I'm always mixing so many things. I feel like, it satisfies my uh, musical taste, you know, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm so all, I'm so all over the place creatively. Yeah. Um, but dude, right now, you know, what's crazy, man. I am listening to a lot of, I, this is weird. And I know I'm going back, Yeah. but I just started listening to a lot of Stevie wonder yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, that's cool. Like, yeah. You know, every once in a while we need to take a step back and learn from our learn from our past to kind of move forward and you know, just 
because there's a lot of influence to be taken from the past and like you know it's so that's that's not crazy yeah man not crazy i mean it's not i mean stevie wonder is i don't know you know you know if the listeners are not listening to him right now maybe you know after this they will but man he's he's a deep dive you know like his his lyrics and his harmonies and his chordal structure you know it's like it's still not dated you know what i mean like when you when you dive into some of his other albums i was listening to it and i was just like man there's still a lot of stuff on here that i don't use that's amazing yeah absolutely yeah and you know it's it's good to go back and listen to some of these older musicians that are still around so that you can appreciate them now while they're still here. Yeah. So that when they do unfortunately pass on, it's not like this in memoriam, like two to three weeks of just playing their music and then they're forgotten about like just appreciating why you have it now and just setting it up so that you always remember who they are as musicians you know yeah most definitely yeah but um one of the things that we like to do on live and amplified is we like to pass on information to the younger generation so i want to kind of pick your brain a little bit um what in uh in general what information do you have for younger musicians that are maybe just like trying to get started playing music or want to pursue it professionally or Um, great question, man. I love answering that type of question. Um, one of the most important things that I think a young musician should do is align themselves with a group of friends that are like-minded like they are for the sake of accountability Mm -hmm. and just the scale of where you are, you know, um, my, when, when I was in middle school, and high school, I rode out with the same dudes and we all loved music, you know, and some were better than me and some were not better than me. And we all, we all kind of helped each other at whatever stage that we were at. And the other good thing about that is, I mean, you guys get to play together and kind of work on music together. And then the other thing about, the other good thing about that is like, you know, there's strength in numbers. So when it comes time to like, for opportunities, you know, if it's a nice number of you guys, each one of you can go out and just meet people, you know what I mean? And and get gigs based off of who, you know, me meeting someone and getting get a call for a gig. And then, you know, me saying, hey, my, 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 my friend's a drummer, you know, my other friend is a bass player, you know, and, and that way, you know, it's just like you never run out of opportunities because it's not just you out there hustling. It's, yeah to you and your friends and you kind of have that support group like so if somebody's not on not on a hundred percent or having a down day you have that support group that's there to be like pick you up and make sure you get back up and running you know because not not to go segue into this just yet but like mental health is something that's just kind of never it's been frowned upon for so long and i'm i think that's something that needs to really be shined on especially in the music yeah. industry, you know? So Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Um, but so 
this this next question i'll be kind of interested because i think you can kind of give an interesting two-parter since you do a lot of producing and uh as a musician but like for musicians that are getting ready to jump into the studio for the first time what advice do you have for them oh god <laughs> man oh man the studio is uh it is it is a whole nother beast, man. I made so many mistakes when I first started. I <laughs> man. Well, it depends on if you're in there with someone or if you kind of got your own situation by yourself. Mm-hmm. Luck, luckily, if you're in there with someone, I'd say definitely make sure that you know the song and you know the lyrics and you practice it. You've practiced it, you know, enough. That's the thing. Uh, like I feel like you know, like the older generation, I feel like they used to practice a lot before they used to go in the studio. Like they would go to rehearsal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then go in the studio. Like we don't do that, you know. We 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 write we we write that day, and then we go in the studio and cut it. And it's a little rough when you try to do that. So I would say try to be prepared, try to know what you're doing. And if you don't, if you don't, then you're creating on the spot. That's different, you know, because it's new. You're gonna be, it's gonna be rough. Yeah. But. uh but if you're going in to cut a few demos, you know, like, you know, really practice them, you know, really, really practice the songs and try to get it, you know, under your fingers if you're playing an instrument or try to get it vocally where, where you know, you kind of got some cool muscle memory going and you're not as pitchy because it's not your first time singing it or whatever. And you can really just not worry about remembering the lyrics and you can just kind of like, be in the zone you know be be the be the be the actor that you are yeah in that song you know be be the not the actor be the character that you need yeah. to be in that record you know what i mean because, because you're not thinking about the lyrics or you're not thinking about this note i gotta hit you know you you already been singing that note around the house for a while so you can just go and and be be that guy you know or be that girl you know yeah that's what i would say you know and and then the other thing, you know, if you want to be really technical, you know, it's always good to know what you sound good on as a vocalist, like know what kind of microphone you like to use or know what kind of reverb, you know, you like, or, you know, just know, you know, producers love that, you know, or, you know, you know, creators love when you know a little bit about, hey, man, I want to, I want to double this part, but that's just, that's just like the super technical. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, and you don't have to, but it just kind of kind of helps. You know, yeah. makes people want to. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and may, and it's one of those situations where if you have a producer that you are or or that you know or you're friends with, I'm sure they'd be more than willing to help you figure out what. Like, even if you don't know the technical terms for these certain things, you know, if you have a producer friend, they could do some experimenting with you, you know, figure out what you sound Mm -hmm. best on, you know, and just Mm -hmm. kind of, it goes back to just kind of going in and being as prepared as you can Mm -hmm. be going into the studio, you know? Yeah. And then just watching people record on YouTube. YouTube is just a straight up school is such a good scholastic way of learning. Now I would say, man, I'll live on YouTube and watch people do it because, because the other thing is you can be produced that too. You know, there's some producers that, I know for me, you know, there are some producers that will like vocally overwork you, you know, just mm-hmm. because they don't, they're just not 
good producers you know what I mean they just or they got the way that they like to do it and that's it but like you know let's just say for instance you know you go in and you go in with a producer that makes you sing the song down 10 times it's like bro you know you don't want to do that to a singer like their yeah. voice is going to be you know it's going to be done yeah you know as as opposed to like all right let's um let's sing the lower part you know you know, 10 times and let's get 10 different takes of that before we go to the chorus, you know, yeah. you know, let's, let's sing the low verse part 10 times and then let's go to the low second verse part and get 10 takes of that. And then let's go to the bridge. Cause that's low too, you know, whatever, and get 10 takes of that. And then now let's go to the chorus. Now that your voice is warmed up from singing like the lower stuff, yeah. now you're ready to go. So when you go to that chorus, you know, you're warm and you're ready to go. You're feeling good. And you could just blast off and get 10 takes of that as opposed to like singing a song down 10 times. And then you're now your vocals are tired. You know what I mean? So yeah. know, knowing how to get a good vocal take, you know, is, 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 is great, you know, by way of just knowing how to approach it, you know, from yeah. watching other people, you know what I mean? So that's, that's cool too. Same thing with musical instruments, you know, like, you know, like, let me get this, let me, let us focus on this part first before we jump around. So I'm not thinking, you know, as opposed, some people think, well, I don't want to think I want to go right through because I want, I want to instinctively have that take too. Well, that's cool too, mm -hmm. you know, but just don't over, don't overcook it. You know what I mean? Because it's good to be able to compartmentalize and then, all right, now we're not compartmentalizing. Now we're, seeing what happens you know we're gonna yeah. flow from start to finish so yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely um and then as somebody that's shared the stage with a lot of legends in the music business what's the best piece of advice you've picked up from anybody in the business oh man uh well i mean who better than Marshall Mathers, you know, Eminem, you know, I, I learned to like lose yourself, you know, in the moment. And uh, I hate to use those yeah. uh, actual lyrics, but, uh, you know, yeah, man, like goal time is real, you know, yeah. and, and so I'll never take advantage of that. You know, that's some advice that I've learned, you know, like once, once, the, once, once the lights come on, you know, like just, it's 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 kill zone time you know and never be nervous by the crowd you know just more so look at it like you know i'm blessed to be able to do this in front of you guys but you guys are also blessed to be able to be in my world so mm -hmm. let me show you, let me show you what i do yeah you know yeah and it's yeah. Def it's definitely one of them situations where like losing yourself in the moment you want to make sure you're giving them giving your audience a hundred percent of you and you hope that the audience is giving a hundred percent of themselves and being you know because you go you all right I, all right i don't want to go down this little side tangent i was going to go down a really <laughs> weird side tangent but I, i'm gonna i'm gonna re i'm gonna refrain and i'm gonna control myself a little bit oh <laughs> uh, you know just being like a hundred percent present is always yeah oh. oh yeah 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 i get i know where you were going yeah. yeah yeah it's it's tough man but i get both sides of it i it's 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 if, you, if there's a way to manage it you know and say all right let me get a little bit of this but 
let me put this thing away and let me feel the moment, you know? Yeah. You know, we get, we all, we, we get so caught up in, all right, I want to be able to post this later, you know? And you, you lose what it's doing to you because you're already trying to share it with everybody. You can't share something. Oh, this is awesome. You can't share something that you don't have. Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely. know, like it has to happen to you. You know, like I'm giving you something and you're you're busy being a producer, yep. a film producer. Yep. You know, it's just like I and, and I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad they uh, they're able to repost our shows and what I'm doing. I, I get it, but you know, I feel like hopefully we figure out a way to do that but still get what we're supposed to get from that moment yeah. you know yeah the yeah. the best concert i've ever been to in 2009 i went to a metallica concert in uh, chicago and i was like okay cool like i just got my brand new smartphone you know like i was <laughs> like i'm gonna get these awesome videos yeah as i walk in my phone dies Best concert ah. I've ever been to. And ah. I, can't, I can't tell anybody what happened. <laughs> yeah. You know, can't share any of it. But yeah. hands down, best concert yeah. I've ever been to because I was there, I was present, I was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's. I do half and half. I'm a half and half. Like, I'll pull it out for a second and then I'll. it's in my pocket and I'm just like, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is good. And I'm looking around at the crowd and I'm looking at, you know, and then I'll be like, oh, I want to get this little part or whatever, you know. Yeah. But it was so, yeah, yeah. You know. Because what really got me back on that tent, because I had kind of let a lot of that go, but I was watching a video of Drake performing his back-to-back -back, uh, diss track at a live yeah. show. And so, like, the shot is, like, on the floor – and all I see is like 150 phones out just recording the performance of back to back. And it's yeah. like, yo, like, this is an amazing performance. Why aren't you guys like, like, yes, because somebody did that. I was able to watch it and witness it. I wasn't getting 100% of what, like, the real feel and vibe. But, yeah, you know, so. Yeah. It, I it's get it. Like, <laughs> but, um. When there's, when there's not a pandemic going on, uh, what are you kind of doing to get away from the music industry? What do you do for fun? Man, um, I like to, I, let me tell you, my favorite place is the movies. I love dining movie theaters. I'm a little fancy. Like, I like to go to a dining movie theater where I can eat and drink there. Mainly the drinking is what it really what it's about. I like to be able to like sit back on a recliner chairs and just drink my favorite drink and why I love movies. Movies are like my escape from reality or like my uh, departure to another universe. You know what I mean? So that is, I love to do that, man. That is my thing. You know, the other thing is I love amusement parks. I love roller coasters, you know, yeah. so I, I love to go to like Six Flags and ride roller coasters. Yeah. Um, now the new thing that I like that I didn't know that I love, I love to like sit on a on a river and go kayaking and just lay out and I, listen to some is, music. Is that like a Nashville thing? I've seen a lot of Nashville <laughs> musicians that are just like a lot of them are doing more like fishing off of their kayaks, but they're like just out 
on kayaks. Yeah. It's like, is this like a Nashville thing that's happening? Or because I've seen Dude, like, I love it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's a Nashville thing. I know I don't want to kayak in the Schuylkill River in Philadelphia. So yeah. I'm not I'm not doing that. First of all, it's too damn deep. Yeah. Um, you know, but the but the there's a few lakes in Nashville or rivers or I guess you call it a lake. I'm gonna sound real crazy right now. Percy Lake, I guess that's a lake, yeah. Yeah. Uh or yeah, it's yeah. it's you can stand you can stand up in it. So that's cool. Yeah. If you go right. over, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, if you flip, <laughs> if you flip and you don't know how to swim, stand up. That's pretty much how it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, I like to do that. Of course, there are snakes out there, and snakes freak me out. I do not like snakes. So yeah. And so, my, so my first time kayaking, man, I flipped over like five times. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. It was so bad. Yeah. But I had a good time. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, I found, like, just recently, because I just moved to Texas here about seven months ago. I moved back in October. And, yeah. like, this is the first time where I've actually had, like, a back porch that I can go sit out. And it, like, overlooks a dry riverbed. And so, yeah. like, when it's raining really hard, I'll go sit out on the back porch and just watch the dry riverbed slowly fill up. Like, it's su- it's really random, but it's super cathartic. and yeah peaceful yeah. you know but yeah so that, that's that's kind of the uh the peek into my little window there <laughs> right right i love it that, that's amazing man you got to get you a hammock out there yeah the <laughs> yeah i mean i i guess i could probably swing a hammock out there somewhere but um so couple or one final very serious question very 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 serious question Mm-hmm. pineapple pizza yes or no pineapple pizza yes or no yes absolutely yes man I, I do pineapple pizza with barbecue chicken okay actually uh, i've had barbecue chicken because when we used to go when i used to go out to la as a younger kid we used to go to like california pizza kitchen yeah and man that's was like the first thing i ordered it was like barbecued chicken and like whatever that one pizza is, it, that's really good. Yeah, I want some right now, man. Actually, I may go. Do, I may go get some pizza tonight now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, but uh, seriously, in all the seriously uh, serious question, uh, why music? Uh for me, um, you know, I'm glad that it is music. Uh, if if I was a football player or a basketball player or a, an attorney, I would still be the same guy as far as like being a positive person and trying to be a light, you know, to inspire people to love and be the greatest that they can be. Music is just a tool, a, a tool that I use to make people feel good. But why music, man? It's It's incredible, man. It's it's a God's gift. Um, it's something that he created, you know, that, you know, I was watching the T.D. Jakes thing. He was talking about David in the Bible recently. But um, it's something that, like, 
you know, they even put on the front line of war, you know, like, like why music is just like, man, it's the one thing that penetrates the soul immediately, you know? And with that microphone in my hand and the guitar in my hand, I can, I can um, make someone feel amazing. I can unlock, I can help them forget about, you know, everything that's going on crazy at their, on their jobs or at home. I have that power, you know, I have the power to say something that, make someone feel romantic and want to go, you know, make love to their loved one at home. I have that power to make someone say, all is not lost. And, you know, I'm gonna pick up this drink and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna appreciate the moment and the breath that I have to breathe right now, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so that's why music for me, you know, I love the power that I have to project positivity and love and purpose into people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. And then uh, do you have any uh, more shows coming up? Any planned shows on the schedule? Uh, not right now. Um, nope. Nah, nah, just like some stuff online that I had to do. So yeah. you're, are, you're doing like, virt- are you experimenting with like virtual shows and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting ready to do another one. Yeah, but yeah, so that's cool. I, I love doing it. It doesn't, I love playing at home for my friends. So for me, it's not, I, I'm not, a, I'm not out of place at all. I'm not yeah. a fish out of water, you know, get past me a guitar and I'll just jam out and we can have a good time. Yeah. That was the one interesting thing about watching the virtual shows. Like when the pandemic first jumped off, it was like, you could tell who was out of their comfort zone because they would be sitting there after a song ends, there'd be like a 20 or 30 second awkward pause (laughs) because in their head, they're waiting for that response and nobody's there to give it to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And then after like four or five songs, they'd finally start getting their pacing. Right. So that, that was the interesting thing. And now, now I think everybody's kind of getting to that point where they, understand the flow of virtual shows and that they yeah as they wrap that song <laughs> jump right into the next one or start talking or whatever. yeah or just make a joke about it like i can hear y'all clapping you know or i see the hearts yeah the hearts of the claps come on bring them on bring them on yeah you know it's yeah you know it's yeah it's still stage presence it's just yeah. a virtual stage presence yeah Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> um, and then where can everybody kind of find you online, find you, find your new music when it drops? www.kurtchambers.com. That's Kurt with a C, Chambers with a C, uh, Kurt. And um, man, uh, you can find it there or you can just go to Spotify or um, wait, no, you can go to iTunes. You can still buy it. You yep. can still buy it. You can still put money directly in my pocket. I prefer that because it costs so much money to make records, you know. So I forgot about that. I forgot that I'm an advocate for that. You can still spend a dollar on it and put some money directly, directly into the artist's pocket so that pockets so that they can pay for the studio time, the engineer, the musicians that played on it, you know, the songwriters that wrote with them. I, I man. That dollar, that dollar goes a long way. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so and, iTunes. Yeah. Uh, iTunes, that, that, Spotify. Yeah. That, that kind of feeds into our motto. We just recently started taking a lot of our uh, 
jam sessions that we do we like record a bunch of like with musicians and we'll do like live videos and so we yeah. turn that into like a podcast called the jam session podcast so nice. now we're, we work with when we work with individual artists we'll record like a digital ep put it up on our website and then yeah. we it's like a 90 10 split we give the artist 90 percent, and then we just kind of take 10 percent to cover our base fees of that's nice you know, like the basic functionality of everything and yeah. yeah so it's it's direct cash into the artist's hands you know that's the best way to go right now because spotify unless you're like p diddy or jay-z or yeah you know, whoever yeah yeah you know, man the premium deal so yeah i always feel like if you hear my song on spotify and you know you just kind of like it that's cool you know you don't have to buy it but if you hear it and you love it and you feel like it's a really good song and you know it's your it becomes one of your favorites even if it's just for a, a moment man just just spend a dollar on it just a buck you know absolutely yeah absolutely but um once again i want to thank you so much for giving us the time to sit down and chat i hope no. you get that pizza i hope you enjoy it you know I've Wait, you talking about it it's kind of like all right where's the nearest pizza place i i need to Unfortunately yeah. for me, it's like Little Caesars, and it's like I really not drive <laughs> to go get Little Caesars at this point. Got you. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, once again, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you everybody for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys later. No doubt. Thank you guys. Catch you later.